What does filmed for IMAX mean? It isn't just a movie that'll look great on IMAX's screens. It means that hiding from a sandstorm feels like fear in every flicker. And every triumph is felt in every sound wave. And the things we've only imagined, you can truly experience those too. That's what filmed for IMAX means. Get tickets to experience Dune Part 2 now and IMAX's exclusive expanded aspect ratio. Hey, that's exciting stuff. And you know what's really exciting is that it's a Monday, and I've got some special stuff planned. We're, we're doing a fun episode here, guys. We're doing a top five airplane movies. All right. And the thing about airplane movies, we'll describe a little bit more, is that you know they're not necessarily maybe the most popular best movies in the world, but they're particular types of movies that you want to watch on airplanes. But first, a yeah. couple things we haven't done in a while. I'm going to play a voicemail. This might be the best voicemail we've ever heard and mm. received as a podcast. Okay. So let's start here. Gentlemen, this is James, a big fan, really big fan, honestly. So that's why it kind of pains me to have to make this call. Oh. Um, I'm calling on behalf of the black delegation of Iowa. Oh. Yes, it does BDI. exist. Yes, there are only four members. Uh, it recently <laughs> came to our attention that you reviewed 101 Dalmatians in which, <laughs> and let me make sure I get this straight. A dog presents himself in blackface. Well, yep, yep. Yeah. Um, so I, I played a clip at our last meeting at Popeyes, and you know there was a lot of debate, <clears throat> some back and forth, but ultimately we decided that we could let it slide um, under a couple conditions. One, we will need AJ to join the black delegation full time. It'll be fine. What he does honor. accents. He does dialects. Um, you know, his, I haven't seen his legs, but I'm I'm sure they're quite pasty. But nothing a little son couldn't can cure. Second, and this is a big one, we're gonna need all black spots removed from Dalmatians. You know, uh, I think it's only fair, and it's gonna be tough. But um, trust me, my kids love Paw Patrol, Marshall fan favorite. They're going to have to get over it. I mean, it's just what has to happen. So that being said, <clears throat> you know, we really love you guys. Uh, we want you to keep up the good work. Uh, and, uh, yeah, just keep trucking. Look forward to hearing your response to our terms in the very near future so we can move forward uh, amicably. Thanks a lot, boys. Take it easy. What did he, did he say, James? James. James, I'm not quite sure who you are, but that is a fantastic voicemail and on behalf of of tcb to the bdi yeah. like right. we're we're very honored that you that you listen and that you at least brought this to our they attention. were even yeah. on your radar yeah i know and uh, i think those terms are very doable i think so too might take that, a while for the dalmatians thing but i think we can at least at least put it in place we can get it started we can get it started yeah. right there's some there's some higher ups that we have to go through like you know PETA and stuff but <laughs> i think we could get it done <laughs> Don't even um, know what that stands for, to be honest. So. Uh, like the bread, I think, <laughs> oh, what, yeah, I think yeah. it's like the bread. Gotcha, um, gotcha. But I, but yeah, no, I, my legs are very much what you've described. And are you I, willing to join? I will. I, I'd be honored to join. All right. I, I've been working on my Denzels and my <laughs> Morgan Freemans. So you know, <laughs> that's, that's you go to. We're fucking doomed. <laughs> oh, thank you, James. That was fantastic. Please. So do we get just like a bunch of whiteout? And I I don't know what the, I think they're I think he wants us to genetically start breeding them so that their their spots are not involved. Okay. okay. I don't I'm not exactly sure how to do that, but I think that's what they want us to do. There have okay. to be professionals out there we can we can call on. You're grandfathered in if you already have the, the yeah. black spots, but Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Well, well <laughs> that was fun. Another thing <laughs> another you, thing James. we gotta do is uh you know if you're a fantastic member at our patreon.com slash confused breakfast one of the perks for the upper tiers is that you do get to give us your modern day ratings mm. on some of the movies we've done and it helps us um kind of find out where we were right or wrong we trust you more than us a lot of times we think you as a collective are smarter than we are oh yeah 
So here's a couple. Uh, we did Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. We gave it, as a group, a 7.03. Patreon pretty much confirmed that. Uh, the Patreon people said 7.17. Okay. Pretty spot on there. Here's a big discrepancy, boys. St. Elmo's Fire. Uh-oh. Uh, this might have been my fault. I was feeling something <laughs> kind of special. I, I gave St. Elmo's Fire a pretty high rating. As a group, we were a 6.74. Patreon was a 4.58. Oh. Dead on Patreon. They were dead. Uh, you're the smartest. <laughs> yeah, you get it. An- another another one here. Role models. We gave it an eight point zero five. Patreon a seven point seven two. Now there is a slight discrepancy there. A I'm not going to call them out. Yeah. I can see who gives what ratings. Someone gave it a zero. In the Patreon. In the Patreon. Wow. So they either did that by mistake or they really hate Paul Rudd or something like that. Well, are we are we implying implementing the is it IMDB or a Rotten Tomatoes rule where you cannot Drop. actually do a zero? You have oh, to do a one shoot. or not. Uh, so then okay, let's say it's let's say that vote does not exist. That takes it to a seven point nine one. And we were an eight point zero five. Pretty yeah. good. And yeah. the last one, um, you know. We got a little down on this. Son-in-law, we were a 6.95. Patreon feels much more nostalgic about that at a 7.65. Wow. Okay. So they think they think we probably did it, did it a little dirty on Son-in-law, but... Done did dirt. I, I feel that, man. Yeah. That movie is a... Uh, it is a... It got me. The nostalgia, I was. it was hard to strip away yep. for me. Yeah. So consider joining and supporting and directly sponsoring the show. Patreon.com slash Confused Breakfast. Tons of awesome perks. And the people that have been donating there have been the absolute reason why we're able to do these Monday brunch shows. Yeah. So mm-hmm. literally, thank you guys so much. Yeah, the it reason you're incredible. hearing this is, is the reason because of you guys. So yeah. thank you so much. And that takes us to our topic today. We're talking top five airplane movies. And we've kind of touched on this before randomly in episodes yeah. where... I, we'll get into this a little bit. What makes a perfect movie to watch on an airplane for you, Sean? For me, I really think that it's a combination of a comfort movie mm. and um, something that that maybe is more recent that you would not even think of going to the theater to see. But when you see it available on your you're, plane, you're scrolling ride, on that you're screen, scrolling, scrolling along, you're scrolling along, <laughs> you're scrolling, scrolling along, and you see that movie, you're like, oh, that looked kind of interesting. Boom! I am doing nothing right now. Literally, I'm waiting. I okay. am just waiting. So, like a lot of times, it is new, newer movies for me. So, like, okay. well, like when we were on a plane together, it was Scream Five. I never <laughs> checked it out, and I checked it out on the plane and liked it. You know, it was it was a fine. But movie. you're saying you wouldn't have clicked it at home, probably. Probably not. It. I don't. That's. It's just a, a, a weird discrepancy of like when I see it come across on Amazon, I'm looking at stuff. I just do not do it. But on a plane, it's different. And then, like I said, it is a comfort thing right. as well. I know the franchise, and so I know kind of what to expect from a slasher movie, and uh, it'll get me through the plane ride. So I, yeah. I will agree with you mostly. I, I do think that it's not something that I'm going to click at home, perhaps. And I, I find that it can't be a new movie for me. It, it, okay. it has to strictly be comfort. Because you're on a plane, you're not always able to pay 100% perfect uh, attention to the movie. Yeah. So a lot of times I like to know that, that I've seen it before. I know what happens. I, I can feel comfortable in it. But I don't necessarily like have to always be paying attention to it. Mm-hmm. And for me, a big thing we'll talk about later, I'm always drinking on an airplane. So <laughs> it has to meet a very particular criteria of movies for me when I'm drinking. Yeah. What about you, AJ? Well, I'm, I might be a little different on that then because I want something that... I need something that has to... It can hold my attention. Like you say, it's hard to pay attention sometimes to movies. You get the the headphones you get handed are kind of crummy because you got to plug in yep. something along those lines, right? Um, it, it should be something new enough that is going to hold my attention that I can pay attention to. It should be, or or it should be something that I'm familiar with enough that I can have like one headphone in. Correct. And yeah. and be able to like wait until like because I see that drink cart coming. I'm like <laughs> and you and, and you, you wanna <laughs> you, you kind of do the pretend thing where you're like, oh, oh you're here. Okay, great. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's my turn. No, oh, but you always do it too oh, yeah, too yeah. far in advance because yeah, you're yeah. thinking like, oh, they're, they're only a minute away. No, nope. <laughs> yeah, no, nope. uh, okay. Uh, oh, I gotta rewind because I missed that kind of part. Uh so there's kind of that dance you have to do on airplanes. Um, but I gave an example of this um, several, uh, I think, a few brunches back. I watched 
one and it's not on my list or anything so no spoilers here um but i i saw it i had not seen it before and i was like that's gonna be a plane movie for me and it was the equalizer three hell yeah dude <laughs> and i'm like dude perfect this is it's it's enough action it's familiar enough because mm-hmm. I love Denzel mm-hmm. movies. Uh, like, there's just something, and I I know what the Equalizer is about. So it's kind of like I've seen it, but I kind of haven't. Gotcha. You know, I haven't obviously seen it, but that's what it is to me. Yeah. And good example. It's a it's a, an exciting movie that will hold my attention, but I don't have to finish it. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Well, we do have an executive producer joining us today, Michael Giuliano. We asked him what he thought his perfect airplane movie is. Okay. He said, it's something you can pick up without any backstory, maybe without having to worry about sequels or prequels, and preferably something you could have caught in theaters, but just didn't for a variety of reasons. Basically, the same rules as checking something out on streaming, but give it this sort of time restraint. You basically have to watch this movie for the duration of the flight because you're not sure when you're going to be able to see it again. And if the movie has some ties to travel and or airplanes, that's just a bonus. Mm, Okay. So that's what Michael's going into. I see that. Uh, We got a little similarities there. I, I honestly prefer it not being about... Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, some people are. There are some fun travel ones that yeah. it's fun to be about. There's some ones that yeah, you don't want to watch that. No, you're, we're not watching Castaway on an airplane. No, we are not. We're not watching that scene in Castaway while you're on an airplane. No, and maybe you got a slight f- fear of turbulence and flying and stuff. Yeah, but, I feel like people are going to see this title, and it, it's important to clarify: we're not talking about airplane movies. We're talking about. <laughs> Movies to watch on an airplane. We'll have to come with a creative way to make yeah. sure people understand that. <laughs> yeah. What? Maybe a parenthesis. Yes. To I watch thought I was on an airplane. Get... <laughs> There's not that many airplane movies anyway. But I thought we were have... going to talk about airplane. <laughs> do we have any honorable mentions that we want to discuss? I do. Have what some. do you got, man? I am going to go with Scream 5. That was, that was a perfect airplane watch for me. Um, the Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. Was, is a movie that I have downloaded on my phone specifically Just for airplanes. For airplanes. Um, the Way Way Back is a comfort movie for mm-hmm. me. Uh, I'm going to go Payback with Mel Gibson. Just a great action thriller uh, crime movie. Heck yeah. Love that movie. Um, Fear Street series on okay. Netflix. Uh, my fiance and I were traveling somewhere, I think Portland, and... Uh, we had those. Oh, there was three movies on Netflix that they released that we had all three of them downloaded. So we watched one, one and two of them on the way there. And yep. then on the way back, we watched a third. Great fucking plane movies. Uh, Only Lovers Left Alive because it's got something familiar for me. There's a lot of like um, music and guitar porn in that movie, mm-hmm. which just makes me feel comfortable. And it's about vampires, so that's another nice. thing. Uh, Game Night, a great, great comedy. Uh, just fun, and I can watch it anytime, yep. and it'll make me feel great. Sin City 1 and 2. Now there's going to be kind of a theme mm. kind of a theme on here where it's like, oh, I liked that movie and I hadn't seen the sequel yet. So I'm ah, going to watch the sequel gotcha. because I would never press play at home. Okay. So there's going to be kind of a theme there for me. Those, gotcha. are, the, those are the ones I got. Um, I do have some joke ones for you okay. guys. Um, I'm going to go with The Night Flyer. I don't okay? know that. Okay. It's, it's a good like kind of yeah. a Stephen King, Stephen King one. Um, Air. <laughs> I don't know if I know Aaron. That the, That's the new one with Adam Ben Affleck. Oh, and, yes. uh, uh, oh I got you. I, yeah, see, yeah. I see what you're it's doing. I, I see what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, uh, man. An, uh, arrival. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Geneva. Get it? Because oh, you're arriving. arriving there. Yeah, yeah. Up in the air. Oh, <laughs> I George, actually really like that movie. George Clooney is going to be doing I do too, actually. I really like that one. Plane. Oh. With Gerard Butler. Wow. It's kind of a fun one. I like Gerard Butler. And Flight 93. Now, um, we can uh, we can uh, move on to one of you guys. Okay, yeah, yeah. Flight ninety three. Thanks a lot, man. Yeah. Wow, wowzers! You got any honorable? I got some, I got some, I got some honorable. Um, I do actually. Up in the air was one of my honorables. So um, one of that. Oh, great! To, it's a joke to Sean, but it's serious. Well, to it was you. really serious to me actually. So thanks for making a joke out of you know. My, anyways, but no, uh, <laughs> up in the air is it's a it's a great movie because Agreed. it's about um, George Clooney is he goes around and basically fires people. Yeah. He's he's part of a firm. He's a consultant in office space. He, he is one. <laughs> he, he runs is, that company now. He basically runs that company. <laughs> he's but Bob. He he is constantly flying around the country, and it's like he's he's gathering up all these miles and stuff. I don't it's know. Great it's, observations about traveling and the art of traveling. It really is, yeah. and I, I actually took a lot from it. But and uh, Anna Kendrick is great in that yes. movie, and uh, kind of turning his job and you know all the travel that his job and all the people that do his job 
really do and like getting rid of the expense of it all, mm-hmm. trying to do it virtually, and he, him saying you can't do this virtually. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's a great movie. I think um, if you haven't seen it, you should definitely should. Um, equal Equilibrium, nice. Oh, God. It's like I think it's such an underrated sci-fi movie. Um, the, at least just the way I came about that movie, but Equilibrium with uh, Christian Bale, so good. Um, I decided to do this one as an honorable mention, 310 to Yuma. Fuck yeah. Um, that's a great one. I that's love, a great movie. It's so good, dude. And if you watch that, I think I think it's a great plane movie. To watch that on a plane, it's it's a great one if you if you have it or you find it on there. Last one I will say, it's kind of a random one. Um, but I don't I I had one that beat this one out and it's um uh Death Sentence. Fuck yeah. Um, with Kevin Bacon. It's yeah, probably man. one of my favorite Kevin Bacon movies the that Bakes. exists. And uh, I love that fucking movie. I shouldn't, but I, I feel safe in a plane <laughs> watching those types of movies. So there That's you go. very Directed true. by there James Wan, buddy. There, there you go. go. A couple honorables. I, I've put these in different categories. Sometimes there are the long flights that you need. You want one movie to do the job. Yeah. So you got to pick a longer movie a lot of times. Um and for me, because these, I don't have the time at home necessarily to watch these, but it'd be like the Lord of the Rings movies or Avatar, yeah. sure. things like that, where you know it's like a three-hour movie. Good call. But I, I got a three-hour and 15-minute flight, so let's let's get it over with now while I'm on the plane instead of at my house. Right. Uh, otherwise, I do like travel movies when it's not directly planes, like futuristic stuff like The Martian or Interstellar. I love watching on planes because it's not directly a, an airplane causing problems here. It's future sci-fi rocket ships. Like, ah, that's fine. Yeah. We're Snow, not there. We're not there yet. Snowpiercer would be another one that, like that for me. Yeah. There yeah. you go. Yeah. And then I obviously love just like classic comedies and stuff. D- Dumb and Dumber, Tommy Boy, Billy Madi- Madison. If I ever see one of those and I'm, I'm nice and drunk, I'm just like, yep. click, <laughs> click on those. Uh, Michael Giuliano said, couldn't think of any good honorable mentions, so let's swing the other way. My dishonorable mention airplane movies are Castaway, the Twilight Zone movie, and Final Destination for obvious reasons. There's something on the way, (laughs) something. Pretty sure that those movies convinced me to stay off planes for a straight decade. So let's get into our top five. Let's start with Sean on his number five. What do you got, man? Top five movies to watch on an airplane. Okay, so there's going to be kind of a theme for my top five. Uh, I'm going to go, this is a this is a uh, comedy. There will be some comedies and some comfort ones and uh, some action ones on my list. Uh, this is going to be grind uh, and or skate videos. Oh, just straight up like actual skate videos. Yes. Have okay. you guys seen the movie Grind? No. No. Oh boy, we're gonna do that. On a, we're gonna do that on an I've never seen probably. Um, really funny and just kind of it's like an early two thousands, maybe even nineties comedy about these guys who are just skate, just skateboard, and it doesn't have any right to be as funny as it is. Like it seems like it should just be like a stupid kind of throwaway, almost American Pie sequel. To be honest, uh, but I think it elevates itself above that. And uh, becomes kind of a comfort thing for me. But yeah, and then like skate videos, like, yeah, right. I watched that all the time as a kid. And then I would go skateboarding. It would just remind me of those times. And uh, so that's a nostalgic factor and a comfort uh, yeah. level for me. So yeah, grind. Number five for the Sean or AJ. What about you? Number four. I'm going to, I'm going to do. Or sorry, number five. I'm number five. <laughs> you don't want to hear my number five. No. Okay, fine. It was uh, grind, obviously. That was grind, yeah. <laughs> uh, but mine was you the fuckers. dance movie. Uh, no. <laughs> um, no, so mine will have kind of like a roller coaster effect here. Okay, <laughs> like I say, I think I think the perfect movie for watching in an airplane should be able to hold your attention just enough that you care, but you don't care enough that you have to finish it in case you get cut off. Right. Um, that being said, a um, little bit of a roller coaster here, and you'll you'll see. Um, so I'll leave I'll leave this one. This is what beat out Death Sentence, and it's Into the Furnace. Oh, um, if you can watch this on a mo- on a, on an airplane, uh, one time I just downloaded it and I just I was like, oh yeah, this is on some streaming platform for a while, so I downloaded it on my phone and uh, and and watched it and it it just it's creepy enough. It's kind of on your on the edge of your seat a little bit. Um, it's such a such a great great movie. 
to another Christian Bale movie mm-hmm. um, with Casey Affleck. I think Casey Affleck's amazing in this movie. Stacked cast. Woody Harrelson. I mean, Willem Dafoe. You've got, you do, you've got an insanely stacked cast on Zoe this. Zoe Saldana. Oh, dude, it is such a good movie. And uh, it's one that I, I want to pick up every now and again, but it's just a little too heavy. Yeah. To yeah. just like, I'm going to throw that on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Into the first. That sounds good. I'll just watch that yeah. one. So, but if you're on a plane and you're drinking, you're like, you know what? Let's go down. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> drink and just watch into the furnace. I don't care. We're going into the furnace and into, into the, the fire, furnace, baby. baby. Uh, so that's into the furnace. That's uh, that's my number five. That's got uh, one scene in there. I think it's been suggested sometimes, and we've talked about it uh, to do top five movie scenes. Yes, like your top Woo. five scenes in any movie. That's got one of them for me, to be honest. Of Spoilers. Christian Bale Jeez. and uh, Zoe Saldana, mm. the scene where they're where he comes back from something yeah. and she's kind of moved on with her she's life a little on. bit. Yeah. It is heartbreaking and heart wrenching, but I love that scene. There's so many moments like that. And I think the, there's an equal one of Casey Affleck just like screaming into his shirt pretty much. Oh, okay. it, and it's just, it's again, it's like, it's heartbreaking watching Christian Bale's character just like walk through all of this, you mm-hmm. know? So anyways, good. Yeah. Uh, my five, I'm going Royal Tenenbaums. Nice. Really? Basically, any <laughs> any Wes Anderson movie really? for me, for that matter. For some reason, that that whimsical nature of this movie in particular, the the phenomenal cast. Like, I again, I'm always nice buzz on an airplane. And I think about those moments that just kind of make me go, <laughs> like, you know, like I kind of a chuckle. Because, you know, nobody else can watch or see what you're, but like, where you might actually laugh out loud. And then realize that, like, oh shit! No, I'm around people. It's for in particular. This happened to me. It was the scene uh, with Owen Wilson where he's being interviewed on TV, and he's like, "Wildcat, Wildcat, (laughs) I gotta go." And like, I remember watching that and just laughing out loud on a plane. Where Molly's like, "Jesus, like, chill out." You know, (laughs) I don't know. It hour and forty nine minute runtime. A lot of the flights we take from Cedar Rapids, Iowa, are about two hours everywhere you got to go. Right. Perfect, perfect uh, movie for me to watch on a plane. Because I normally don't really hit play on that at home. Yeah. You know, but it's an airplane. If I scroll past it, I'm like, you're getting to the end, the R's. You're like, I haven't found anything yet. Here you go. Royal Tenenbaums. Uh, I I tried this with Asteroid City. Okay. And it did not work out. (laughs) I understand. Uh, It was was just too dry. Yep. And it was just... Oh, and, that, and then I, I'm pretty sure after that, that's when I found the Equalizer 3. <laughs> we got to go to Michael Giuliano's number five. He says Limitless from 2011. I have no reason for picking this other than calling it a gut feeling. On paper, though, it's the perfect airplane movie. It's not part of a series. We don't talk about the TV, TV show. Mm-hmm. It has a brisk runtime, and it's got a simple yet interesting premise. A guy takes a pill that lets him use 100% of his brain. Basically, it's the type oh, of movie dude. you'd like to watch, but wouldn't want to shell out 20 bucks for a movie ticket to see it, making it perfect as an airplane or streaming movie. Plus, it's a lot better than most people remember it to be. If you still haven't seen it, it's worth checking out. Great Limitless. Choice number five i wholeheartedly agree with that pick that's an awesome pick yes uh what do you got for number four sean number four this is going to be some action and yeah i just need stupid turn off your brain just get just feed me violence and feed me car crashes and feed me whatever jason statham in the crank movies the crank movies crank one and two you give me either of them they don't matter it doesn't matter it doesn't matter he's doing the same thing in both it's the same filmmakers the same crazy ass action uh wonderful adventures um amy smart Mm -hmm. as the girlfriend in it is amazing we love amy smart on this show um yeah turn off my brain and let this take it take me to portland take me to la take me wherever the fuck i'm going and uh, so you don't watch it on the way home though Coming yeah, home. no, no. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's the way there. Movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a difference in movies you watch That's there, too. That's a good too. point. Because if I'm going home, I want something depressing because I'm fucking depressed because I have to go home. So, <laughs> you know. Maybe maybe that is the distinction between uh, some of mine here. Actually. These are all way there movies. Usually way home, like, fuck this. I'm true, yeah. true. <laughs> yeah, the way there, it's, it's tough to get through a movie. <laughs> yeah. Man, you're right. Uh, number four for AJ. What do you got, man? So um, this, these, these, the two that will fall into this kind of category could probably be interchangeable. I'll be honest with you, um, but I'll go this route. I'll go uh, Dan in real life. Nice, okay. hell yeah! It's such a good movie, and it, it's 
I I have a serious thing for these types of movies. Like these are kind of they're not depressing movies, but they are they're the equivalent of of like a a, a sixty eight degree gloomy day. Yeah, that's yeah. the equivalent of what a Dan in real life movie is. You know, and because you kind of like it. You kind okay. of like being inside of this for just a moment because it's a nice break, and you know that like when the sun is shining the next day, it's going to be really nice out. But at this point, you're just like, I'll take this for what it is. And watching Dan in real life, I have to get my Steve Carell in there. Mm-hmm. Um, Dane Cook has a surprisingly like lovable character, yeah. like kind of a role in this. And I, you know, I like Dane Cook um, when he gets a shot to do something like this. And uh, you know, this is. It just kind of makes you – it's the relationship thing. You know, mm-hmm. you look at your your relationships and your friends mm-hmm. and your family and all this stuff and how you all kind of coincide and it's about this kind of family reunion vibe but at the same time it's just this family get-together. It's something very lovable about the movie that you want everyone to win yeah. so much. And I think I think that that is just one of those movies. It's It's not bland. I'm not saying it's dull, but it's a – it's a great watch and it's a great story to be told. Early Emily Blunt, really yes. good in it. Yeah. It makes me wonder too, like because Steve Carell's in it. Like, did he hook them up? Because he was still doing the office. Ooh. I know. Hook, Why don't uh, you John stop by set? Cat? Yeah. Hey, come by uh, the office and uh, meet this guy. No. <laughs> hey, that, see? Is, that is a and maybe this will be a top five. That is a my my girlfriend, fiance, or wife is out of town movie. Yeah. Uh, gotcha. I don't know oh. why. I like these categories. <laughs> I really do. This is the categories we need that you guys want to hear. Trust me. You want to hear We're these categories. Joes, just like you, man. <laughs> My number four is actually forgetting Sarah Marshall. Uh, comedies being big winners for me on planes. I'm, I'm, I'm generally in a good mood. I'm, I'm keeping spirits up. I love comedies. But for some reason... Every time I watch Forgetting Sarah Marshall, I'm like, why haven't I watched this recently? Yeah. It's so good. <laughs> why don't we oh, hang dude. out? Why don't we why don't hang, hang out, out anymore? <laughs> why don't we hang out? It, it seems to always be available on planes for some reason. And, you know, like you're getting about a third of the way through and you're like, oh, a couple good options that you get to the F's. Forgetting Sarah Marshall's there. The cover. Let's go. go Guar- you're in a tropical place. Guaranteed laughs. Travel related. 100%. Kind of like I'm usually going somewhere warm or whatever. Yeah. And I want to get in the fucking vibe, you know, so. Forgetting Sarah Marshall's uh, one of my go-to comedies. Nice. Michael Giuliano says, number four, Inception. I, and I, I'm going to agree with this. This is by no means my favorite Christopher Nolan movie like Confused Breakfast Gang. Mine is The Prestige, nice. which could also be a great airplane movie. Very much 100%. So. In fact, every time I watch it, I feel like I find something new to nitpick about. But at the same time, that means that each time I watch it, I'm noticing something new that I didn't see before. Plus, all the action in the last half of the movie technically takes place on an airplane. So there's a little fun tie-in nice. right there. Nice. There you go. Yeah. yeah. I left The Prestige off on purpose. Yep. I'll be honest with you. Yep. But that's a great call number three what you got sean three let's go with this uh i have once upon a time in hollywood downloaded on my phone to watch uh on airplane specifically it's a fun summer vibe yes it is it's not my choice uh i am going with another movie okay (laughs) uh it's from a24 it's an early a24 movie early timothy chalamet and hot summer nights um have you guys seen this movie no i really highly recommend the first three fourths of it Okay. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. Um, so, so this is like a short plane ride. You're yeah, like, oh, no, we yeah. didn't finish it. Uh, uh, very I'm, cool summer, small town vibes. Uh, yeah, but it just it just kind of falls off at the end for gotcha. me. It's just like where the fuck? I love, absolutely love. It would be one of my favorite movies probably if okay. if, if it stuck the landing. Um, but I don't care. I'll watch it anyway because those three fourths are so fucking good. It, the, this filmmaker was definitely inspired by. Martin Scorsese and Paul Thomas Anderson because it's really fast, kinetic kind of filmmaking. It's just about Timothy Chalamet is uh, hanging out in this small town for the summer and uh, meets this guy who's uh, uh, kind of like the mysterious James Dean type of of this town who fucks every girl. You know, there's like legends about him and he's a weed weed dealer. And so Timothy Chalamet becomes like his number two pretty much and they become good friends and get into some shenanigans. Love this movie. Uh, Check it out if you haven't and just I'm sorry about the ending. It's fine. Yeah. Do you want you, if you want something to stick the landing, just worry about your plane sticking the landing. Yeah, don't that's worry all about you this need movie. To worry about. <laughs> Man, we are good at this. God damn it, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck 
fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can't have two things stick in the yeah. landing at once, okay? Yeah, that does they cancel each other out. So it's yeah. You know, if you're watching a plane movie, just turn it off before before Thank the end you. comes. Yeah. What's your three, AJ? Uh my number three. Um, I love this because I love the story that's behind it, and it's John Wick three. Okay. Um, I remember watching this. Maybe we told you. I told you guys this already, but like we were, me and Alicia were on our way to wherever, just somewhere when this movie came out, and uh, uh, we were. <laughs> We're like, we're, we're just sitting there and Alicia will just like look over John Wick had just come out. It's on United's app yep. or whatever on their in-flight entertainment on their little TV. And I've got it up on this TV. And like every now and again, Alicia would just look over and just be like, oh my God, like, <laughs> <laughs> what are you on? I was like, John Wick three. It's like, it's John like, three. like you can tell she just wanted to like, like block the screen, like with horse blinders. She's or watching something. Notting Hill. And yeah. Like, like, you know, and, and it, like, it's a, it's dark. Like it's like a nighttime flight, something right. like that, that I don't know. But John Wick 3, it's kind of in line with, I just need some senseless, almost obnoxious action. But you have some amazing scenes in this one from, from I say number three specifically, that's the one with like the knife fight. Yeah, dude. Um, the library fight, like it is, it is so well done. You do not watch like a lot of the John Wick movies necessarily for the story. Not to say, say that it's lackluster, but number three came back after number two which I felt was like, eh. Number three was like, fuck yeah, dude. Mm -hmm. Um, Really, really good action. Keanu Reeves is such a badass. I will never, ever detract from that Mm -hmm. man's ability to to perform an action scene. Um, So John Wick 3, maybe don't watch it around, uh, you know, kids, I guess. (laughs) That's it. Yeah. Pay attention to who's sitting next to you in the seat. Yeah. But if you are sitting next to a kid, yeah, fuck him. Yeah, yeah, fuck fuck <laughs> I don't care that your kid is two, two, yeah, two no. rows behind and one seat, three seats no. over, and he has a direct viewing line to my TV. Don't care. It's my fucking TV. Yeah. We are all trying to survive. It's this. actually yeah. United's fault for putting it available yeah. to play. Oh, uh, yeah, exactly. It's not my fault that it showed up on their in-flight entertainment. Don't talk, I, I paid for it. Don't talk okay? to me. Talk to Frank United. Yeah, yeah talk, talk to, to Frankie him. United. While I enjoy my second double Buffalo Trace yeah. on the rocks, <laughs> Woodford usually for me. <laughs> Woodford, that's yeah. usually uh, there's that the American on point. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> uh, my number three is Snatch. Fuck yeah, and and Dude. like yeah. listen, like any guy, Richie, but Snatch, when it comes down to it, is one of my favorite movies of all time. Uh, it's perfect blend. It's action. It's comedy. It's good storyline. But I. I know it so well that I, I oh, I got to go to the bathroom or, oh, yeah, yeah. give me that, that double Woodford. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yep. Like, I, it's enough to immerse myself in it, but I don't need to pay full attention anymore. I, it's, it's, it's just one of the best, easiest movies to watch on a plane. Like it's so easy to just hit. Oh, snatch! Heck yeah! There's you know? so many, there's so many different like intertwining storylines as yeah. well. Like kind of like a Tarantino movie, I guess. But don't like, have to finish it. Really like, don't. Like the scene comes up that's your favorite, and you're kind of good. Yeah. But like, yeah, you're right. I think it's like crime movie as well. Yep. Great crime movie. I love all the characters. In yep. That movie you're just so kind much. of excited that the next scene does get to play. Ah, yeah. yeah. It's like oh cool. Before I have to shut it off, you mm-hmm. know, it's fine. There's Brad Pitt as a peak specimen of uh, yeah. Physical body. Okay, yeah, no big deal. That he is he is peak fail uh male physical performance. Yes, he is. It's just what it is. I agree with you one hundred percent. Number three from Michael Giuliano. He says knives out twenty nineteen. Good well call. Played. Also note if you're feeling nostalgic, you can easily swap this with murder on the Orient Express nineteen seventy four. Not as funny, but it still holds up. I'm with you. Like with Limitless, you're dealing with a movie that comes with no strings attached. You get a mystery, some comedy, a tiny bit of action, an absolute murderer's row of a cast, all while being relatively clean, so to speak, so you won't be scaring off the person next to you. (laughs) And if you decide that you liked it enough, you know that you already have a sequel out there that you can check out on your next flight. There you go. So I think that's a good choice from Michael. Well done, man. Two from Sean. I'm going to go with, uh, I I mentioned kind of guitar porn earlier, and this is going to be it for me. It's, It's a comfort level. Um, you got Ralph Macchio in Crossroads. Oh, oh, wow. Yeah, dude. Uh, that is not what I expected to come up on Steve this. Steve Vai. Just, yeah, man. Yeah. Good, uh, good road movie as well. Uh, him and um, I forget the other actor's name that he's, it's like his trainer or whatever. Oh, yeah. But um, 
Yeah, I don't know. It's a road movie, a cool, like, uh, you know, uh, hero kind of is is getting his goods, you know, or like getting yeah. to be the one of the greatest uh, at whatever he's doing. And then, you know, just the ending, like showdown fight pretty much uh, in this movie is against Steve I. And it's it's really just really, really cool to see. Yeah. Um, I just I don't know. I I love a close up of a beautiful guitar. I don't know what to say. Especially somebody actually playing yeah. a, a beautiful guitar. And, and the other thing, too, um, you know, because Steve Vai wrote all of the guitar parts for that mm, movie. Okay. <laughs> so, like, whether it's Ralph Macchio playing it or Steve Vai or somebody else, like, he's playing it. He's pretty much playing it. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. Are you talking about Joe Seneca? I think so. The black. Who's Willie Bowl? Brown? Yeah. Yeah. And you got Jamie Gertz in it. I mean, come on, you know. Love Ooh, me the Gertz. Jamie Gertz. Give me some Gertz. <laughs> Uh, AJ, what do you got for number two, bro? All right, number two. This, uh, like I say, we're, we're we're up with that John Wick. Mm. Now we're going right back down, and this is a movie called Stranger Than Fiction. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, and so, again, this is kind of one of those, you know, kind of dreary day. I'm not, I'm not sad. I'm just like, you know what? I just need something to identify with for a moment. <laughs> but, you know, so you're like, all right, it's Stranger Than Fiction. and But you get you get a comedy god like Will Ferrell mm-hmm. and put him into a role like this, just like you did with Steve Carell and mm-hmm. like Dan with real life, mm-hmm. Dan in real life. Then, I mean, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a well-written movie. It's a fun movie. It's another all-star cast. This is the kind of stuff that if there's not going to be a lot of action, this is what's going to enthrall me enough as I'm into my like second drink or halfway through my third if I've got that much time, like that, I'm just like, yeah, man, <laughs> <laughs> life's rough, you know, like, <laughs> and they're just like, man, you got to do it. Crick, you got to do it, man. You have to die. I get it, man. We all have to die. <laughs> we all die, right? <laughs> like, that's just the kind of shit though, that you love. And, and I honestly, there is something about the chemistry between him and Maggie Gyllenhaal yes. that just gives me hope for life. She seems to always just have chemistry with anybody. It's like crazy. a crazy heart with uh, Jeff Bridges. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, how? How do you guys have chemistry right now? Mm-hmm. Like you do, and it's this will sound bad, but it's like I don't. It's not like I find her to be like the most attractive person on the planet, but I'm like, everything you do yep. is is wonderful and gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Like, how? How do you do it, Maggie Gyllenhaal? It's that yeah. Gyllenhaal gene. The Gyllenhaal genes. Oh, yeah. Man, okay. I'll see some more of that in Roadhouse coming Woo! up. Baby. Yeah, dude. Uh, the scene where, like, they fuck. Yeah. Oh. Um, Him playing guitar. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the I'd Go the Whole Wide World. Yeah. Um, love that song. It's such a great scene, but even, like, uh, Dustin Hoffman in it, too is really underrated in it as just I like do, the yeah. literary professor. I love how he's like, um, she said, little do you know, I did a whole dissertation on little do you know. Little did you know? <laughs> like, I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why that line sticks with me so much. But. It's it's such a great movie because I love movies that will take something so small and make something so big out of mm-hmm. them. And that's mm-hmm. what this movie does. So yeah, stranger than fiction. Man. My two is Ocean, Ocean's Eleven. Yeah. And yeah. I know that that's like yeah. a... I know that's a weird maybe choice, but it's like the epitome of a movie that I've seen so many times that I'm never going to waste a, a time at home. Mm-hmm. I'm never going to hit play on it at home because I have so many other things to watch. I hit play on that movie all the fucking time. <laughs> Every time it fucking pops up. We're a up. little different on I that. I know, I know, I know. But, but like, there is this is like filmmaking at its finest. I will always try to hit play on any of the Oceans movies mm-hmm. because it is so damn good. It's fun. It's relaxed. It's great. Amazing cast. I don't care. I don't care. I will always hit play on one of those movies. Steven Soderbergh is Guy Ritchie with soft edges, man. Yeah. And that's the way I like, the way he makes a movie is so much fun. I watched that on the way to Vegas both times when I went to Vegas. I mean, like, you have to. You just have to. Yes. That, that and Heart Eight. I had those two Heart movies eight, downloaded yeah. uh, to when we went to Vegas for your bachelor party, AJ. Yeah. Those are the ones I watched on the plane. God, that's another great movie. I love that movie. Oh, yes. Michael Giuliano's number two. He's going with Fight Club. 
He yeah. says the argument could definitely be made to put this in the number one spot. It's really just a matter of how comfortable you are knowing the person next to you can see your screen. There really isn't that much bad stuff per se, but you know that the one time the little old lady sitting next to you looks up from her book to sneak a <laughs> peek at what you're watching, it's going to be when Brad Pitt is explaining what a cigarette burn is and a random dick pops up on the screen. <laughs> Anyways, this movie is particularly great for red eye or overnight flights when you're already wired and torn between trying to power through or staying awake or trying to fall asleep just the beginning part of this movie is enough to suck you in when you can really relate to the exhausted narrator constantly being shuffled from flight to flight talking about living out of his suitcase and how miserable it all is if you're in the right frame of mind by the time tyler durden shows up you might be hoping for your own version of tyler to appear in the seat next to you as well (laughs) until you realize how horrible that be that is um I would say I would say Fight Club for sure, uh, but I also don't want anything to do with airplane crashes, mid-air collision, and that <laughs> and that is the one problem where I'm not putting that movie on my list. I don't I need was, to think that hard about it. Yeah, yeah you're yes. right. There, I, I'll argue for your case as well because you you said ah, bring her down, like that <laughs> yeah. is a bring her down movie. Like fuck it, I we've don't all care. had those moments. Yeah. So yeah. there is a time and place for that. Yeah, and then also I, I think he said earlier as well that it uh i i uh anyway find something different about that movie correct every time yes. i watch it so, I'm, it so that will be coming up soon for us and i purposely have not watched fight club in four years same, because i cannot wait for our review of it Hell yeah down to the number ones what do you got sean well you guys know my cat sergeant meowenstein i talk about him a lot he's probably the most famous cat in iowa i would say yeah you clearly know i love him All you have to do is take one look at my Instagram to figure that out. But what you may not know is that I was very anti-cats. Always a dog person growing up, but from the minute my wife forced this cat into my life, I can't imagine not having him with us every day. I bet you can't imagine being without your pet either, but here's something you can imagine. You're at the vet's office, again, knowing that vet care costs continue to rise. You're anxiously waiting to hear how expensive the bill will be, but if you had pet insurance, your pet could be covered for accidents or illnesses. That's why you should check out ASPCA Pet Health Insurance. The ASPCA Pet Health Insurance Program offers customizable accident and illness plans, making it easier for pet parents like you to help your pet get the care they may need. The ASPCA Pet Health Insurance Program has been around for over 18 years, and they've helped more than 600,000 pets during that time. They allow you to customize your plan, helping ensure that your pet's plan is is as unique as they are. Because vet bills can really add up, especially when you're least expecting it. It's simple. Use their app to submit a claim and you'll receive reimbursement for eligible vet bills directly into your bank account. To explore coverage, visit ASPCAPetInsurance.com slash breakfast. That's ASPCAPetInsurance.com slash breakfast. One more time, ASPCAPetInsurance.com slash breakfast. This is a paid advertisement. Insurance is underwritten by either Independence American Insurance Company or United States Fire Insurance Company and and produced by PTZ Insurance Agency Limited. The ASPCA is not an insurer and is not engaged in the business of insurance. Number one, man. I don't know. I don't know what it is about sequels, oh. but um, they are a great plane movie for me. And uh, this is a comfort one. This is a uh, comedy that will just never not be entertaining. It's not even like the funniest movie ever made. It is just. It sh- it just does what it needs to do, and that's Wayne's World Two. Wayne's World Two. Wayne's World Two. I don't know. You got you got Chris Farley in there, right? Yeah, Chris oh, Farley. Yeah. Oh yeah, sure. Um, I don't know, and like the Doors guy. I just like this the story of this one a lot, and like the all the scenes where he's meeting Cassandra's father Ooh, is, oh is amazing. Was it, who's, is that uh, John uh, or James Wan? Yeah, James Wan. Yeah. yeah. Um, fantastic. I, I I don't know. I. This is this one that my mom, my brother, and I would go to when we're just like, oh, let's do a movie night. Mm-hmm. And we would go to this one often, and mm-hmm. then, um, yeah, it w- it will just fill me with joy anytime. There was a like a my fiance and I have this like uh, note or a question of the day for couples or whatever mm-hmm. this like notebook, and one of them was like, "What movie do you want to do you want to watch right now?" And Wayne's World Two <laughs> was it. It's like the first thing I thought of. I'm like, well, Wayne's World Two. That's got to be it. I don't know why, but yeah, that's it. That's uh, awesome. Don't you have something you want to show? Oh yeah, we got this stuff from uh, the the art of Dan Kelly. Yeah. Uh, he's get he gave us a bunch of really cool artwork, um, and then he gave us some like pretty much cue cards that say we're not worthy. <laughs> Party on! Yes. What am I gonna do with the gun rack? What? 
Great uh, line. He blows goats. I have proof. <laughs> uh, Schwing and excuse me, baking powder. It's, it's just it's just cue cards with these on it. And it's that's fucking so great. Good. We're definitely gonna use these for our show. The art of Dan Kelly. Thanks, brother. Yeah, dude, dude, thank you so much. Everything you sent us was gorgeous. Yes. AJ, you're down to number one. What do you got, man? Um, so uh, Guy Ritchie has been brought up here already. Um, it's funny. We, uh, my brother and I, when we were on our way to a uh, impromptu flight to Heathrow Airport, since we missed one to Portugal from Chicago, we both decided to hit play at the exact same time. That's a fun moment. On a movie called uh, Wrath of Man. Oh, and yeah. Wrath of Man is a Jason Statham movie from Guy Ritchie that it turns out Guy Ritchie must have had um, some sort of contract with somebody to say, you need, you owe us one more movie. He was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> and so he came out with Wrath of Man and uh, Wrath of Man only belongs on United or American <laughs> or whoever or or British Airways. Whatever. Um, they're in flight free entertainment. So it's not Wrath of Man. It's in fact the gentleman. That's my number one. Oh, oh, hell yeah. okay. <laughs> so if you see Wrath of Man, watch it and then try and watch it and let me know what you think. It's not good, guys. <laughs> um but the gentleman with Matthew McConaughey and another just stacked cast is top tier fun moments, fun action, Guy Ritchie shenanigans um, in London movie. Have you guys seen The Gentleman yet? Yeah, I watched this in theaters and was shocked at how much I loved it. It is super fun. It is obnoxious how much you knew. Charlie Hunnam, um, uh, Hugh Hugh Grant. Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell. Amazing, amazing movie, guys. It's super fun. It's like a it is it's like a modern day snatch to me. Yeah, but it it is Matthew McConaughey who is a weed kingpin. Kingpin, um, maybe he's trying to get out of the game. Maybe he's not. Who knows? And all these everything that's going on around him. Fuck, it's a good movie. It is such a good movie. And uh, but the only time I've watched it, in all honesty, I'm pretty sure has been on airplanes. I've watched it twice on airplanes. <laughs> nice. So. The Gentleman, Guy Ritchie, such a great movie. If you haven't seen it, then you just need to go click play on it right now. Well, there's something about watching a movie for the first time on an airplane. I, that's very mm-hmm. anti-me. I, I want comfort. I want to know what I'm getting into. I don't want to have to waste this time watching something that I don't really like, like sure. clicking Wrath of Man or whatever. Oh, dude, we, me, and, me and Bob stuck through it the entire uh. way. And the moment we both did this, we took out our headphones and... Bob looks over and it's dead night. It's nighttime on this plane. And he just leans over. He's like, that wasn't any fucking good. <laughs> I know. I was like, no, <laughs> it wasn't. Let's do something different. But that's why it's rare for me to tell you what my number one is, because it's probably the f- one of the first and only times I ever hit plan a brand new movie without knowing anything about it. And it worked out so well. It's the nice guys. You bet. Oh, wow. Listen. I hit play on this. I've watched this movie four times in my life, every time on a plane. There you go. Because it has become like a tradition for me to be on a plane and watch this fucking brilliant movie. It is pure comedy. It will, if you've never seen it, it will completely take you by surprise by how goddamn good it is. The soundtrack, Gosling and Russell Crowe, probably at the peak of anything they've ever done in their life Mm -hmm. in this movie. Yeah. And and this was like a movie where I was laughing out loud to where Molly's like, what are you watching? Like people were even kind of like turning around because I was so <laughs> into this movie. It was like the perfect mind frame. And I think I'll probably never watch it unless I'm on a plane. Like I nice. think I have to continue this tradition at this point. The Nice Guys is my number one. I saw it in theaters when it came out, and I was the only one in there. Like This movie did... Do- I don't know why it, nobody saw that movie. It's, but- it's beginning, I think, to become like a, a cult hit. I, I hope anyway. I think, I think so. I think people are starting to like really watch it. But man, I fucking yep. loved it. It. I mean, Shane Black, dude, oh, amazing. What? Like, I think, I think uh, Ryan Gosling getting nominated for Barbie uh, this year is comeuppance for not getting I for agree. not winning Best Actor for the Nice Guys. The I think Oscars it's get it wrong every year. Yeah. They get it wrong every year, and they always have to play retribution games. Yeah, that's why it sucks. The Oscars are so dumb. That you know, is like, one of the best comedic performances I have ever seen in my <laughs> yep. life. It may be the best, to be honest. I agree. You're gonna go into the doctor and make sure you're gonna go in and tell him that you have a torn torn rotator cuff. He's <laughs> like, what? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> 
He's that's a lot of blood. Literally. That's, that's a lot of blood. And the way he's like freaking out on the ambulance. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is like maybe one of the top performances that I've ever seen yeah. from a guy like that. It's basically the Ryan Reynolds kind of effect. Yes. Where like you're too you're too good looking and like an action star to be doing this role. Yep. And I'm so mad I that you. I fucking love it. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, so number one from Michael Giuliano, executive producer for today's episode, he says, catch me if you can. Oh, nice. Great. Said, okay, it may be a little predictable, but you can't deny there's something fun about watching a movie about flying while you're flying, right? And the, and while the movie isn't 100% about planes, a good chunk revolves around Frank's first big con where he pretends to be a pilot, pivoting into the Pan Am check-cashing scam. One of Spielberg's less appreciated mo- movies. It's got a lot going for it. Travel montages, star-studded cast. John Williams score some good old fashioned emotion just enough to keep you entertained for over two hours but not so much that you'll be ugly crying and embarrassing yourself in front of a bunch of strangers honestly as I'm writing this I'm realizing that a lot of of post 2000 Spielberg fit the bill for airplane movies pretty perfectly yeah good call so if you're ever in a pinch maybe just check out the tomato meter and see which one looks best for you nice respect bro thanks for being with us Michael always nice to have you here as an executive producer if you guys want to learn more about our supporting this podcast Patreon tiers like we said patreon.com slash confused breakfast is pretty much the fuel that powers us into two episodes a week Mm-hmm. Maybe three someday. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah, we're just throwing know. it out there. We just would love to. Soon. Just so you know, we we would love to do that. We really would. would love we that. need your help yeah. once again. Yeah. We're asking for <laughs> we're your asking help. for your help for the for the cost of a cup of coffee a day. You too can support three local Joes in their dreams of podcast movie and, <laughs> a, a movie their, podcast. They're now legislate legislated task in removing spots from Dalmatian. Yes. yes. We we got a lot of work on our hands yeah. here at this point, so yeah. you need to help us. Please. Cool. Well, we'll see you next time. Thanks for being here. Goodbye. Love you. Love you. Goodbye. Love you. Safe travels. Oh, <laughs> oh dude, you got it. You him. might be listening to this on an airplane. Oh, I hope it lands. Are we your airplane podcast? Whoa. If we are, thank you. Thank you. Wow. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.